There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. Welcome to the But Yeah podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Zeb. And I'm Eamon. And this what? is a podcast. We haven't decided what this show is about. That's a problem. <laughs> We're 53 episodes in now. Yeah. We should yeah. have a tagline. Yeah, we... Okay. Hold up. Let me check what I, what I normally write on the internet when I'm pretending like we do have a defined tagline. Let me just go yeah. to our website. Our, yeah, our name is literally just com. like... The name of our podcast is literally like, oh, one minute while we come up with a... Maybe that's our thing. <laughs> I don't know. But here's, here's what me at some point thought our thing is, which is, but yeah, two good Australian friends channel their mess of thoughts and ideas into 45 minutes of interesting and humorous entertainment. Yeah. I think we got it. I, we got it in one. <laughs> got it in one. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel the word surreal needs to be in there. To, did you say surreal? No, I didn't. I used to say I was mostly surreal. listening. Yeah, let's say surreal. Wait, what did I put on the Instagram? I put some pictures of goats or saxophones. I know that. Um, so, while you look at it up, um, hey, Zeb, it's good to be back in the hot seat, huh? Oh, I, I love it. I it's love it. It's a very Summer, hot seat. We've been sitting here for now an hour, um, fixing the microphone issues, as usual. Yeah, it's kind of like a warm-up ritual we have. Yeah, it's a, just, a, a really warm-up issue. Yeah, like you know, there's like sweat rooms people use to like motivate CEOs. Yeah, I'm this so is, motivated. This is like that. I'm so motivated to just get through this and then end it and step out into the ice cold out anywhere else. Literally anywhere else except wherever we both record is always cooler. Yeah. I mean, yours is probably worse. You're literally in a cupboard. <laughs> I, like am, a big I am in a tiny cupboard. Um, um, one thing I wanted to mention is I know we normally do things a little bit differently, but um, can we not talk about apricots this time? Yeah, yeah I know we do. I, it. I think I think after the year of the apricot, uh... <laughs> I know it's been a running theme for the whole year of 2018, but that's not the year anymore. And also, I ate a big bag of dried apricots just now, and I'm really I'm sick of thinking about them because my stomach doesn't feel good. <laughs> uh, I w- it'd be good if, like, the next point was, uh, and today is apricot day. <laughs> yeah, that would be great, but it's not. And we're it's also not. not recognizing that section of the thing. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Speaking of which, the Instagram introduction is two Australians review days of the year and go on surreal tangents. <laughs> I mean, was, was that not what we just delivered? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, but now it's more like two Australians review and go on surreal tangents. Okay. To people who haven't listened to this show, one, hello, I am Eamon. And this is Zeb with me. Um, this is our show that we've been doing for about a year now. Um, and it's been fun and it's been like a whole bunch of different types of show. Um, for the most part, it's been us talking about days of the year. Um, we're not doing that right now. We're going to bring that back as a little secret spice like KFC does with their like good spice. You know, when you go and you get some good chicken. Like, like when the burgers are only sometimes available. 
Well, not so much available, but like they're only sometimes good. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a big KFC person, I guess. Like with like- <laughs> with KFC, like nine out of ten times they put the the the. They put the spice that makes the stomach hurt. Oh, sometimes then, they put too much of it on. No, no, no. It's not even that. It's nine out of ten times they they like, oh, just use the bag of the spice that makes your stomach hurt. And then the one out of ten times they're like, okay, no, you know what? Let's put the good spice on this batch. Like they have they have ten bags. Nine, one, one of them is a bad spice that makes the stomach hurt. One of them is a good spice. And then there's eight neutral spices. One of them always tells lies. It's like a like a Russian. They have a Russian roulette. They have a big novelty gun full of spices, <laughs> and they fire it into each meal and go, Poosh! and it might fire delicious spice, hurdy spice, or salt. <laughs> okay, so we got a little off track. Uh, one, thank you to anyone who's listened to the show, has listened to the backlog, and is caught up and knows what's going on. Um, two, um, hello to anyone who might be listening um, that I recommended the show to at a podcast meetup in Sydney. We went and had coffee. I went with my good friend Sammy from Queer Engineers. We went and chatted to a bunch of different folks. Someone was doing like a cool cat adventure thing that they're starting where they talk to people about cats. That's amazing. And there was just a bunch of cool, cool people there, and I recommended the show to them. I said start with episode 42, I think, Bone Jokes, because I thought that was good at representation. Hopefully this one will be more of a representation of what we do from now on. Yeah, but definitely. We'll see. Let's 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 get the spice gun and just fire it into the <laughs> microphone and see what we get. I'm sure it'll be delicious. Uh, mainly just because I know that like the last five episodes haven't been a representation of what we normally do. It's been kind of experimental, but yeah, I suppose like one one was like a three part like yeah, mega one episode. Tr- one was a narrative one was a trilogy. holiday special, and then one was reviews. One, I'm pretty sure year? 2019. I'm pretty sure the 2019 one was just me scatting as Jerry Seinfeld for 40 minutes, half an hour or something. Yeah, I think I talked about a keyboard. Yeah, I remember that. Anyway, moving on. Um, you have like a year percentage thing that you always do. I don't know I've what you're talking about. I've come to accept. You don't what, have what that. You, what are you talking about? What? I don't do that. Okay. It's 4% of the way through the year already, people. Although, I guess by the time of uh, release, it'll probably be 5%. It's 5% of the way through the year, people. Does that make you feel ready? Honestly, that's terrifying again. It's as terrifying as it was when it was like 95% of the year. Mm. It's 5%. That's 1 out of 20. Yeah. We've only got 19 more. Of these that you've done so far this year. But, I mean, in a certain sense, that can be motivated. If you've had any New Year's resolutions and you're keeping them up so far, you're only going to do it 19 more times of that unit amount. Which isn't that bad. That's not that much. Yeah, arguable. You're doing good. Saying it as 95% makes it sound harder. (laughs) (laughs) I do have some things I want to do this year. And I do have some things I have done this year. The hard thing is how do I fit all the things I want to do in the 19 pieces I have left? You gotta make a make a bulleted list. No. One thing per of your night. You have to burn them as five percent passes. You have I'm to not, burn a piece of paper. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, it's not motivating exactly, but I think it'd be it'd be pyrotechnic. Pyrotechnic. Yeah. Like fire. Is that just like an adjective <laughs> for cool now? Yeah. That's sort of like adventure time logic for cool adjectives. It is. Like mathematical. 
That's pyrotechnic. Yeah. <laughs> That's pyrotechnic. I'm going to keep that up for 19 more uh, fifths. Wait. Five percents of the year. It's like when Dr. Dre meets up with Apple to discuss his fresh new tracks, and they're like, mm, "Yes, young man, this is uh, this track is pyrotechnic." And Dre is just like, not shrugging. What's the other one? Cr- uh, kicking, cr- kicking with his kicking boots and cringing with his cringing gloves. <laughs> cringing gloves. Because <laughs> Dre made a good fire track, and he takes it into these old white. Steve Ballmer's Steve Ballmer? Steve Ballmer? Steve Ballmer? Steve Ballmer? Is that is, or is that the Microsoft man? Hang on. Steve Ballmer. Is he IBM? Sorry. Nah, that's Steve Ballmer. That's the Microsoft man who ran around the stage, I'm pretty sure, yelling about um um Microsoft Windows ninety five. What? <laughs> anyway. When was, when did that happen? Was that recently? No, ages ago. The developers it was just like they, they released him from his cell and he's just like... They released him from his cell onto a stage and he ran around going, Developers! 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 With like cool graphics and Windows 95 floating behind him. Well, since we're talking of both Dre and him, that should be remixed. Into an actual thing. That sounds like it has already been remixed. At oh, least that sounds too memetic. His developer thing is very memetic. Yeah. Um. What's your first thing? My first thing. Uh. 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 Ooh. That's a very loaded question. Well, I mean, how yeah. have you been? I put. <laughs> I put the question into some kind of weapon, and I fired it in your direction in hopes that you would catch the thing that I sent you. Um, uh, See, the problem with asking me how I am is that we record this three years in advance and then, like... Yeah, but you, you could still, like, to the, to the listener, they wouldn't know when you how are at any given moment. Yeah, I know, is, but... Is I, there something... Obs- how am uh, I supposed pause? to know what I feel like in January of 2019 when I'm just here in in January of 2016 having a bad time with all the bad year stuff that's happening. I'm glad we prepared for <laughs> we prepared this far ahead. We're recording for um uh early ja- mid January. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. 2016 isn't going very well, but I bet the next 2 years will be great. All right, let's talk about the news. What's happening? <laughs> What's happening in 2 years <laughs> mid January okay. in Australia? Um okay. Uh, I may have talked about Clive Palmer on this before. Has he I don't been know if born I have. yet? I feel like I would have mentioned Clive Palmer. Anyway. Hang on. Snap back to reality. We're in 2019. Tell me your thing. Yeah. So, every country has its fair share of uh, Clive interesting, interesting people. Um, my first learning of Clive Palmer, I apologize if I've told this story, but it is one of my favorite stories. I may have done it. I was at a friend's house. We were hanging out. Um... Kind of bored. We went and like he got the mail and brought it in, and it had this disc uh, from Clive Palmer what? about rebuilding that I guess had gone out to heaps of mailboxes. What? Um, this was just after like this was coming up to the the year when we had a million parties all sort of take control of the government because the government <laughs> was falling apart because Julia Gillard and Tony Abbott hated each other. Two of our past prime ministers. Um, yeah, there was this disc about rebuilding the Titanic. 
by Clive Palmer. <laughs> and we were like, well, um, that's fake. Let's put it on. So we put it on and it went into like details about like, kind of like, I mean, I mean, yeah, people did die in the Titanic. It is a tragedy uh, from the 1800s. I had these people talking really stone-faced about how, like, they had ancestors there and it was, like, how it affected them and how it was important to commemorate the Titanic with a life-size reproduction of the Titanic. Yeah. Using taxpayer dollars. Yeah. And that was Clive Palmer's vote for me thing (laughs) that he was doing. So, that was Clive Palmer back then. And that sort of set the theme of everything I ever hear about Clive Palmer since. He got in. He actually did get a seat on the Senate. Which sound, got two seats on the Senate, which sounds crazy. Um, but essentially, he's just a really conservative, uh, rich uh, petrol mogul or something like that. You think- Who's um, also crazy. You think anyone who had to sit with him was like, not like, thought it was pretty unfair that he got two seats on the Senate to like put his bag on and everyone else had to like tuck it underneath the desk? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have, it would have been- I'd be annoyed- yeah, like but he did put he did put a man on it. <laughs> no, he brought a friend. Yeah, he he had a, a a guy who like just sort of went. Yeah, what Clive Palmer says. You know that can't be fair. <laughs> that doesn't make like sense. I mean, technically, it's another person. You meant to only put like you, that's just like meant to be storage space. I like to think yeah, like it, it is the seat exactly next to Clive Palmer's seat, and that guy just stands because he's hired by Clive Palmer, <laughs> and Clive Palmer just sprawls out on two seats. <laughs> well, he needs the two seats. He needs one for his bag at, at the very least. <laughs> um, just a just an update, not an update. <laughs> update live information coming off the off the off the the line. Um, the Titanic was nineteen twelve. Oh. That's, it collided. That's more recent than I thought. Maybe we should rebuild it. Yeah, you probably- know what? Those 20 years make all the difference. I mean, that guy did rebuild the, the Noah's Ark. Also an Australian crazy guy. <laughs> um, except he was in America. Um, he he re- rebuilt a, a, a version of Noah's Ark, apparently. Uh, Little, though. With, and in with, a bottle. with dinosaurs on it. <laughs> and all of this. So the other thing I know about and Clive that's much Palmer- older. The information I have on this Clive man is that he also ran a hotel dinosaur park. That sounds- that fits. Yeah, it does. For dinosaurs, I assume, and- Well, just an- have dinosaurs? An- animatronic dinosaurs or something like that, or just big statues of dinosaurs that he would use as a way to draw people into his hotel. Ah, ah, ah. You know what? Maybe- you Problem know, is hang he's on. smart. Wait a second. He's a was, smart, crazy person. Was Clive Palmer- Because I'd go there. Is Clive Palmer a survivor of the Titanic? Is he that old? Like, he's just this immortal- Is- I'm saying, is he a vampire? Maybe. I mean, he does seem to- I don't know if I've clearly seen him in daylight. Um, who knows? But, I don't know. He doesn't look as healthy as vampires tend to look- <laughs> yeah, vampires do tend to look pretty healthy. Like they look pale, but like they look yeah, man, like, like great for their age. Healthy, vampires, healthy sheen of like silvery pale. They may sparkle. Depends on the canon. Yeah. Anyway, Clive Palmer has been doing. We we stopped hearing about him for a while, but since we're coming up to another election, he started revamping up the crazy. And with Donald Trump having gotten in, I think he's trying to market in on some of that sort of behavior. Yeah. So he. Started releasing. He released first my re, the first reoccurrence of Donald, I mean, of 
of Donald Clive Palmer, Palmer this year, <laughs> Donald Palmer, was I was watching YouTube and he's doing heaps of YouTube ads and it was just like a clip, sh- a, a, a mashup of all the past prime ministers' single words strung together to be like, Clive Palmer is, would be a great prime minister. I think he is the best man I've ever seen. And then Clive Palmer's like, take it from them. And you're like, what the? He knows he's, he knows no, he's fake. Yeah. He, he's too aware. Hang on. No, he's the big man from the big billboards that he put around Sydney. He put billboards up? He put big Clive Palmer billboards. Let me just get this information correct. Um, Careful as you Google that. The, there's a, an important headline that may pop up there, which is the, the crux of this whole thing. Don't express it just yet. Okay. All right. I won't say the tagline of that. And you can- No, no, no use, the, use the billboard part, but just another thing may come up. No, I'm just talking about this big yellow billboard with him giving two thumbs up and a and an Australian flag. I hate it. <laughs> uh, he's also sending unsolicited text messages to heaps of people. They're yeah. like, vote for me, vote for me. Oh, is that... I did see a friend got one of those, and I think I got one today, and I didn't associate it. Oh, so I deleted it. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, we could have had a live reading. No, hang on. I did. I took a screenshot, because I just didn't want it in my phone, but I did want evidence that I had it, in case I needed to sue someone. Um, is he with United Oz? United Oz.net? Uh, probably. It sounds like him. What's it say? Um, let me just confirm that it is his thing. UnitedOz.net. Don't go to this address. It's definitely trash. <laughs> yeah, um, this isn't an advertisement for Clive Palmer. This is in no way an endorsement. This? While, while, while you find that, I just want to quickly go over one other related. Have you ever, have you ever, has anyone watched Black Mirror? Black Mirror is a show we've occasionally talked about. It's the twilight zone of the modern era. There's an episode where, I guess, spoiler alert... A cartoon puppet wins an election by just sort of being a meme and just sort of making fun of everyone and representing nothing. Okay. It's kind of like what Clive Palmer is. Yeah. He He literally, he literally just doesn't represent anything. He just changes his policies every now and then. And then says something wacky in the hopes that kids will vote for him, which they may. Hey, um, quick question. Did you, do you know what the text messages are? Don't say if you know, because they're amazing. I don't. I haven't okay. seen any. Let me tell you, because this is good content. So, random out of the blue text from someone I'm not subscribed to and don't. Uh, I'm not aware of giving my number to. Um, when elected, United Australia Party will ban unsolicited political text messages, which Labor and Liberal have allowed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, that's the perfect meta joke. Yeah, is this like a prank by the Chaser Australia or something? <laughs> like sending out these in in their name? I doubt it. I think it's just them. You know what? I feel like this is marketing for themselves doing a meme. It yeah. Well, ab- absolutely. He's he's Wombo. He's Wombo from Black Mirror. And okay, now here's the crowning achievement of all of this this maniacy maniac. Mayhem, he released a video game right. the other day. You can get it on the mobile store. No, you don't, though. I mean, I mean, don't, but I mean, don't, but I kind of recommend it. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like Zeb. Be like me, where if you hear something about someone- The game is called The Humble Meme Merchant. No. 
I don't. A politician released a game. A highly conservative old man politician released the game called The Humble Meme Merchant, in which you play as him. Um, you run around. The enemies are other politicians, like our, our labor leader. He, he, he's a cockroach with his head and he jumps on it and it goes and like the little characters shout like political quotes and it plays a song which is a ripoff of Kama Kama Chameleon which they're suing him for oh that is juicy but I don't th- I don't think he cares he's, he's, he, I think he knew oh yeah I think don't, it's I think it's fine don't for- play it but maybe have a look at it and then just go uh yeah. Don't vote based on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do that. But, like, I think it's harmless for us to talk about- Don't show the young, because they'll vote for him. Oof. I think it's I think it's okay for us to talk about this, um, this big, large entity of a man who's just dipping his hands in all the meme pockets um, for his own exploitation, I think. Um, because, like, most of our, our listeners are in the US, and it's interesting to them to hear- the ridiculousness that is happening, but like, this is this text that I got. This is the only unsolicited political text I've had on this phone, yeah. and it's about that. It's it's like definitely, definitely, definitely like the intention is that people post this everywhere and be yeah. like, "Look at this," yeah, and yeah. like morning radio will spread the word about the United Party inadvertently. I mean, he, he probably picked a song that would get him sued specifically because that will raise media attention. Like, he's a crazy person, but uh, he knows how to make, do viral marketing or something. Maybe he has a very smart nephew. Maybe. Yeah, he has like a, like a, he has a grandson who like runs his fucking <laughs> media campaign. <laughs> he just has like a, a, like an equivalent of like one of those meme pages, which is just like salty memes for disenfranchised teens. <laughs> but yeah. That's Australian politics this week. Welcome to- 2019. Let's see how that scales up over the next few weeks. Yeah. I bet he tops that before the election happens and we will be here reporting about it. Oh my God. Um, oh, hang not, on. Not, not in advertisement of, or reverence. Um, I don't believe you got to the billboards. We, did you have something on that? No, that was yours. I okay. know nothing about that. So, the, ugh, this giant big yellow billboard sprung up with this big man- that's his party colour. With his large thumbs. And it says, make Australia great. Um, see, see, an exact rip riff off of the Donald Trump thing. Yeah, from like. Mr. Turnbo. Um, <clears throat> so then, like, like, a lot of people sprung up and did, like, vandal- vandal- vandalism on them. Um, so, like, someone changed it to make Australia eat vegan. <laughs> Um, a lot of people just erased his face and drew like a bad face. See, that's one I can get behind. Like, because all of them, all of them, they're actually just raising and calling attention to it. Like, it's playing exactly into his little puppet game. But rubbing out his face is, I don't know. At least it helps a bit for dri- people driving past. Yeah, make Australian politicians protect the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like a fucking black and gold. Yeah. Oh, I like this one. Make Australia greasy. <laughs> Yum. 
Okay. All right. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna abandon this thread and go to. Yeah, I I I I'm done with this. Let's never think of him again. Let's stop unless he does something him. funny and worth talking about again. Hey, let's go check out something worth talking about in the ad zone. Oh man. Where's that? Where's the ad ad zone building? Yeah, where where's all the stuff that's usually in here? Like the cool little objects and like the ideas. What's this? It's a it's a it's a Kofi. It's just a giant billboard that says KOFI on it. I don't get it. Yeah. Huh. Oh, there's a cafe oh, in here. <laughs> inside inside the inside the billboard. Hello, boys. It's me, the barista. Would you like a coffee? Here, I got two hot ones coming right up. Oh. Oh no, those those bills aren't going to be good here. Oh no, <laughs> our money's not good here. Our uni- uh, the money that we use cross universe, the bills with the picture on them that we'll reveal later. <laughs> <laughs> Zeb, do you have any real money like for no, this universe? I have some buttons and some mints. Oh, dunk. Um. Well, I guess. And then we both turn towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, viewers. Um, we would like you to sponsor this bit, this ad zone section. We want you to go to our Twitter or our website and find the link to our coffee, our KOFI, which is a little indie like support network where you can send us money for coffee. Um, it's like a Patreon, but mini. Yeah, it's like Patreon, but without, I don't know, some evil. I'm not sure. <laughs> but essentially, if you give us a coffee... In exchange, you can tell us what to advertise here, and ideally, it'll be something just point points up towards billboard, big empty billboard. Yeah, big. It just says it, coffee on it. Um, it just says your your ad here. Um, it can be anything. If you don't have a real thing, send us a fake thing. That's what we've been doing for the last year, and we love it. If you've got a real thing, we're happy to advertise that too. We'll do it in just, a roundabout way, kind of like this. With the Kofi, it's only, I think it's just like $3 or something like that. Just put in the description with it what you'd like us to advertise, advertise or a prompt of some kind, and we will execute it in some form. We'll execute it in some not form. Not kill it, not murder execute. I mean, execute like an executable, like a .exe, you know, like a good execute. Yeah, just like the good kind of execution. Not the Pokemon. <laughs> not, not execute. That's, that's a brand issue. Um, but yeah, you no. can do that. Go to our Twitter at ButYeahPod and there'll be a link there. Or um, go to ButYeahPodcast.com. There'll be a link there as well. Or if you know the show, you can probably find it. Um, and yeah, the, the, like we can we can split a coffee for $3. Me and Zeb will just buy the same one and just like halve well, it we've, in the we've got these, We've got a straw each. Yeah, we've got a straw each. Um, or we'll just like split it up into individual little shot glasses and have little espressos. Um, and it'll be great. Um, get us a coffee today and and we'll advertise you at the next chance we get thank you well boys that sounds like a fantastic idea to get money for your coffee I'm sorry I can't do anything for you 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 didn't have to pour the coffee out on the floor though oh that's alright Mr. Barista I know your family is struggling yeah it's been really hard since the coffee oh anyway see you later welcome to Queer Dungeoneers this is an unbearable experience. If someone was listening to this, they would say, this is pure silliness. <laughs> I'm going to turn animal. into a really big cow. Moo. 
It is Baramos of the Fourth Circle. Free me from this orb. Do you have Baramos in your bag? No. You can tell me if you've got Baramos in your bag. No, I've got rations. You've got Baramos in your bag. No, I don't. Nim, what have you done? Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. Get it now. I am great and nothing can hurt me. All right, we're back. We're back already. Hey, Zeb, um, what Hello. did you do on your break? I I went over to the uh, uh, the idea factory and they were like, we're fresh out. And I was like, oh, dang it. Not again. Gonna have to go back and try and feed my podcast listeners with this empty void of nothing to say. How how will they subsist on this? <laughs> I, how, will uh, their little sad faces that I can't see, but are in my mind's eye, just listening to me talking about nothing. Dun, 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 dun. Wait, what's that? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what's going on. Dun, 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 dun. Crunch. Hello and welcome to the Tide Podcast, the podcast within a podcast that um, brings you a new thing not to eat every week that we do the, the little segment. Um, welcome, Zab. Uh, hello. Um, so this week, or rather not this week, but recently, uh, Alabama authorities had to issue a warning. Oh no. Um, this what, was, what kind of warning? This is an article from The Takeout um, on the 7th of January 2019. Um, <laughs> do they deliver do they deliver their news to you um, in like sorry uh, like a bicycle? Sorry, I just um, file this. This article is filed under chicken. <laughs> That's the category in capital letters. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, as part of my overturned truck speed, I encounter a story almost daily about some food stuff or another spilling into a public roadway, mac and cheese. Beef roasts, bagel bites, you name it. But what distinguishes this week's report of a chicken tender spill in Cherokee Country, Alabama, and makes it newsworthy in and of itself, is that the country's emergency management agency has had to issue a declaration. Do not eat those chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> so in a Facebook post... Um, the- Wait, are these tenders all spilled out across the road or something like that? And <laughs> like, So let me just see if I can grasp that. I believe... Uh, this has been an ongoing series for this person. <laughs> Overturned <laughs> trucks spilling out food onto the ground. And I feel this isn't the first it. time I've heard of a chicken spill. Like, uh, you, you see it every time. All the time. I think it's like every other week. Um, so they've had to issue a post and they've issued a, an official one. And it's the Cherokee County Emergency Management Agency of Alabama. Um, public service announcement. The Cherokee County Sheriff's Office is asking that no one try to stop to get the chicken tenders that were spilled from the 18-wheeler accident last night on Highway 35. You're creating a traffic hazard. It's a crime to impede the flow of traffic. Those cases have been on the ground for over 24 hours and are unsafe to consume. Anyone who is caught could be facing charges. I love... That in my mind, it's like when they have like the money cannons and it like rains down money. You know, in those game shows where they stand in the little chamber and it blasts money and they're trying to catch as much money as they can? Yeah. Imagine that, but chicken. <laughs> Amazing. That's, a, that's sort of this, this like level of prize. Like, let's get as many chickens as we can sort of grab and get out of here with all these chickens. I mean, th- people are probably like eating pretty well, maybe with salmonella, but. 
It's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, well, it, the thing about this, and the thing that gets me about this, is that the this this uh, agency in Alabama, they they're working on some pretty strong opinions about what's safe to consume. They're making like a hard and fast rule about what's safe to consume. Are they a food authority? No, they're just an emergency hmm. management agency. Hmm. They're not the food police. Hmm. They just want people off their roads. And they're lying about it to do it, saying that it's unsafe. I mean, it probably is. <laughs> I mean, it probably I mean, is. We're, we're in no way... The Butt Your Podcast is in no way advocating that you eat these chickens that you find on the road spilled by the Alabama uh, chicken uh, uh, trucks. Well, the other thing is, it's not chickens, it's chicken tenders. And the other thing is, I don't know what the weather conditions are in this place. Maybe it's snowy. Maybe it's icy. Maybe it's, Maybe it's within the food safety zone. Man, they're just like, they're just like perfectly preserved, like a freezer just out into the snow and just like refrigerated. Yeah, naturally. well, I mean, the food safety zone is like, I don't know, it's somewhere near zero, obviously. But like, <laughs> <Probably>. it's, <laughs> there are definitely climates that sit in that temperature zone. Yeah, maybe Alabama does. I wouldn't I, know. I couldn't tell you. Like if it, like if it happened here, as soon as it like touched the air, you can't eat it. Yeah, be like, oh nope, yeah, that's that's too hot, not cooked. Although maybe it's just instantly charcoal. I don't know. Um. So yeah, it's fun that they had to post this. It's not fun that it's like dangerous to climb out into traffic and get these chicken things. I think you could get it safely. Wait until like like drive past with a stick and a net. Yeah, drive or just pull up, put your warnings on. Tell everyone like, just wait a minute. I just need to collect something. Just put out some cones. Put out some cones like, around these some, chickens. Like, safety cones and a little a little sign that says uh, "Hazard Chicken." Get a, get get one of your friend to have like the orange jacket or whatever the Alabama equivalent color and safety clothes are with a big stop sign or whatever the Alabama equivalent of that is and just start redirect the traffic away from the chicken. Yeah. So they get all the chicken. I don't personally think the, the EMA um, of Alabama is the right people to be talking about what's good and bad to eat. Yeah. I want to hear from the chicken authority. I want to hear from maybe only s- then will I not, I would like to hear Steggles chime in on this, if we can get an official word from them, if you can eat tenders that spill. I guarantee you some tenders have spilled at some point from a truck and, like, sat there for 12 hours while the truck got fixed and then put back in the truck and then they kept on driving. That was probably illegal, though. Yeah, I know, but, like, that doesn't stop anyone. Ah, chicken. So the real question is how are we going to get these tenders without impeding the flow of traffic? It's like a good riddle or, like, a maths problem from high school. Like, there are... 128 tenders on the road. The speed is 80 kilometers per hour. I've got two theories. I mean, first is the the net on the stick. I think you could catch. But that's largely... That's good for maybe one chicken. You could sort yourself out for a meal. But I assume a lot of people in America at the moment have plows with all the snow. I would say so, yeah. So just drive them around and pick up as much chicken with the plows as possible, like a little... Little scoop, scoop them up, scoop up all the chicken. I mean, yeah. Cut some holes in it so that and like heat it up so it melts the snow as it goes, and it runs out as water, but preserves the chicken. Although, actually, no, you want to keep the snow. 
Because you need to keep that chicken preserved. <laughs> you don't want to accidentally like put it into the danger zone with your a hot scoop. Um, that's my theory. What's 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 yours? How how would you acquire chicken? Um, yeah, I was thinking the plow. Um, I think literally just. I think you're allowed to break down. I mean, you're not always, <laughs> but no one's no one's going to blame you. You happen to your car just happens to stop working and you just happen to pull up near the tenders you're like oh while i'm looking at my oil i'll just collect some of these bad boys and do my part for the environment (laughs) yeah you're just like picking up some litter yeah i'm here to collect the the rubbish um just Mm. an update uh this just in alabama is seeing temperatures this sunday of between negative four and four degrees celsius Man, that's definitely probably not the danger zone. Food safety as, danger zone uh, as as is, is between 5 and 60 degrees. Those chickens are safe, people. Well, <laughs> it does depend Eat on those what- chickens. It <laughs> I, I think, okay, I've changed my mind. <laughs> At least half of the official but yeah, message is now get those chickens. Get it does, those chickens quick. <laughs> it does depend on what the weather was on the 7th. Um, I assume. And that is the only day this week that is in the food safety zone. But <laughs> who's to say? We don't have records. No one keeps records of the weather. We can't just look back now. Yeah. Someone should... It'd be good if we did. It'd be great if we had, like, an archive of that sort of stuff so we could check. But it would also Maybe be great... we could, like, detect large trends and changes. It'd also Undeniable. be great if the Cherokee County Emergency Management Agency of Alabama would check their weather and say, hey... So, these have been out here for 24 hours outside of the food safety zone. If they could just include that detail. They, should, they need to get more specific. They do need they to. Can't just, they can't just say that it's not safe, definitively. They need to say it's not safe at these times as of this point, but yeah. it was safe technically here. Please I, don't pull over still. I mean, they just don't want to have to deal with if someone gets hurt. And that's, ca- that's kind of cowardly. By using lies. By using lies just... to avoid having to pick up the phone and I go mean, to the accident. What's the bigger crime here? Lies big... about chicken or public safety? <laughs> <laughs> and that's yeah. what I call... A Delicious. S- a safe crunch. <laughs> All right, we're back in the show. Man, usually the Tide podcast is more about don't eat the thing, but this is very much a case of you could totally eat the thing, probably. I mean, we did have, <laughs> I mean, we did have another exception where we told everyone oh, um, to eat the stapler. Yeah. <laughs> so, that eat the stapler, eat the chicken, combine them if you can. As long as the sh- the staple is in, you know, the it's cold. As long as it's not in that sixty or seventy degree uh, danger zone, don't eat those staples. <laughs> it's for they're a hotbed of bacteria. For those keeping track at home, it is five degrees to sixty degrees is the danger zone. So if you touch something on the counter and it feels like it's more than five degrees, maybe keep reconsider eating it. <laughs> don't, don't eat it. Don't. Maybe, it needs to be hotter or colder than that. Maybe give it a quick zap in the microwave. That'll fix or it. Or a quick zap in the freezer. Don't. Wave. Know. The freezer wave. Zapping it with the microwave doesn't fix it. Um, the macro wave? So, like, a really big... So, the, like, the microwave makes things warm. Yeah. Does that mean the macro wave, like, a bigger version of it, you could use that to make things cold? Okay, if we extend this logic, what is the Macklemore wave? Um, like... Because we've got hot and cool. 
I feel that's the danger zone. <laughs> Mac and more lame, the danger zone. <laughs> you want to put like oh, this food's too safe. You have three. Mi- you have three wave machines. You have the microwave, the Macklemore wave, and the macro wave. Okay. And you go this one. I want it in the danger zone. So you put it in the Macklewave machine, and it goes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Then it, then you can't eat it. <laughs> what I really like is when Macklemore gets his brother and sister. Micromore and Macromore to come join him on the stage. One of them is a very small, sweet niece of his, and the other is a very large boy. Decidedly an icy temperament, and <laughs> while she's very hot-blooded. Yeah. So I think that's- And radioactive. <laughs> that wasn't his song. Radioactive? Yeah. Radioactive. I don't think Radioactive was by Macklemore. I didn't know that was a song until I just remembered that it was a song just now as he said that. <laughs> Maybe that was by his, his siblings. I mean, yeah, probably. It's probably by Macromore. Is he just Macromore? Like, is, is he just Macklemore, but, like, in paint enlarged? Yes. Like, like all pixelated and yes. just bigger, he's like generally? St- when you stretch something badly, and he's, like, a little taller than Macklemore. All pixelated. But like not not in a proportional way. Like he's when, just a, like. Have you seen people do the content aware scale of stuff? No. What's that? Uh, in Photoshop, they added an option at some point where you could scale, you could do a resize, but it would keep some of the parts looking kind of normal. So like if you redo a face, it'll move the it'll make the head bigger and keep the facial features the right proportions. Oh, I thought you were going to say the same size. Not the same size. So you could, like, enlarge one part of the image, but not the others, and it would still look fine. I guess that's just any kind of liquify tool, but, like, you just leave the face the same size and enlarge the rest. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. But, yeah, they just content-aware scale, make Macklemore up into Macromore. It's amazing. Wow. The future we're living in. So that's how they made the radioactive song. Photoshop did it. That's correct. Um, so thanks so much for listening. We're glad that you come and listen if this is the first one you listened to. Um, sorry, as usual. And um, yeah, hopefully the next one will be yes. Um, <laughs> thanks for sticking with us if you've been listening for a while now. I know some of you, like Hannah from Way Too Broad, um, Tracy from Paper News Out Loud, you're, you've become friends of the show. Um, Owen Piper from Think of the Children. Kyle from The M Word. Um, I got a couple of friends, uh, just like sort of acquaintances who are becoming friends in in my local area, like Angie and uh, 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 what's the other one? The one who's like a a, a cooking in- implement. Uh, a cooking implement. <laughs> one of them's a saucepan, like a spatula, a Teflon, or Teflon, as he goes by with his real name, saucepan. Uh, I'm sorry, Teflon. I'm not logged into the Discord. I completely forget your real name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Steph and uh, Sammy from Queer Dungeoneers. And we'll see you in another episode. Until then, you can tweet us at ButYearPod if you have any thoughts about the episode. Um, Well, we won't see them. They'll see us with their ears. No, we'll see them. We're watching. We can see you out of uh, your device. And uh, 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 you can find us um, on the but on butyearpodcast.com. You can find uh, episodes and some information about the show on there and a link to our Kofi where you can buy us a coffee, which would be amazing and get yourself in the ad zone. Or whatever you want in the ad zone. Other than that, um, 
Welcome back to us now. 2019! We'll talk to you next time. Bye. To, to a wonderful 95%. Here's to another 19. <laughs>